We're on. It's Tuesday. And that means it's time for some mindful living. And today we're talking all things nostalgic because Izel Hoffman, hello, firstly, how are you? <laughs> hello, Daddy Dears. How are you doing on this almost like I want to say it's a chilly Tuesday? It <laughs> is. It's got a right to it. Chilly Tuesday. Chilly Tuesday. Yes, but <laughs> I'm doing very well. Thank you. And yourself? I'm good, thank you. So speaking of a chilly Tuesday, I'm really glad we're talking about nostalgia and things that remind us of when we were little because I, whenever the weather turns into cold, it rem, it reminds me of my birthday. And it was always because I'm a winter baby and it was always the best day. Like when you're little and you have a birthday and your mom's having a birthday party and all the kids are over and you're jumping on the jumping castle. But whenever the weather gets this crispness in the air, I get excited for my birthday. And then it reminds me of all of the nice things that we used to eat when I was little, like home cooking, you know, home cooked food, but also of Sunday mornings with really bad few breakfast cereal, watching Barney the Dinosaur. Cereal that <laughs> oh, yeah. is all approved. <laughs> well, the first thing I sort of think of, you know, from a childhood perspective was always my, my grandmother's ginger and sweet cookies, the biscuits, the ginger biscuits <laughs> and the sweet cookies. Yeah, and in, in winter we used to dip it in our tea, in our warm tea, you know. Um, I used to... Oh, I, th- I think it's quite ironic, but I used to love adding honey to my tea at that stage of my life. Well, it was purely more for the the specific honey taste. But we always used to make these uh, Rice Krispie cookies as well, like these crisps. Mm. And, um, yeah, like that's sort of what childhood is. And Davidi Kabouter on a Sunday. I mean, it, <laughs> I think it was from 12.30 to 1. That was the time to be in front of the TV. And then, of course, things like Brakenyan and all of those. So every now and then uh, when I come across something like that, I always have a giggle because those were the good times, right? Oh, nothing better than getting up in the morning, still in your pajamas with your hair all over the place and going to the TV room while your parents are sleeping and putting on the TV. It was such a chilled vibe. <laughs> I need it again. <laughs> <laughs> Onesies and slippers, here we come. Yes, because oh. the winter is definitely changing. But Isal Hoffman, okay, so there are some things that we spoke about last year for winter and for this time of year. And I think a lot of us get a, um, I think in winter, we all retreat a little bit more. And with that comes that nostalgic feeling. We all look for the things that are comforting, right? Like the onesies and slippers and the the warm drinks, the nice coffees, the, the stews and stuff like that. But Speaking into uh, like a breakfasty vibe, I sometimes still crave those chocolate-coated popped rice snacks that we're not going to say what their name is because we don't want to get sued. But they're my favorite, right? And I haven't eaten them in years because not only do I not consume dairy, but I don't think that they're very good for you. Do you have an Izzel-approved version of that for me, maybe? 
Well, Danny, definitely, you know, it happens, in fact, to be the first recipe in my cookbook. So currently, I'm quite disappointed that you haven't come across this recipe because it was literally on <laughs> For the Win, Breakfast for Champions. First chapter, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. The first recipe there. And it's also on favorites. I don't think uh, these chocolate puffed rice that you are referring to um, is just a kid thing. I think it's an all-round, even an adult thing. I also think it can be a two o'clock in the morning kind of snack comfort thing. So, oh, yes. yes, because of that, I thought to myself, surely if it's such a loved all-rounder, just an all-time favorite thing to snack on, because it's also great dry, right? You can just Ooh. nibble it dry. You don't even have to pour over some milk, um, you know, and scoop it up with a spoon. But uh, I thought to myself, like I usually do with everything else is, let me go and buy all the base ingredients and let me start play around and find out, you know, if it's worth making or not. And I need to be honest, honest with you, my homemade chocolate puffed rice recipe is, is really quite a favorite and it hits that sweet spot because you can, in fact, make sure it's almost like extra crispy. Uh, and that uh, just depends on the temperature and the time that you do put it in the oven. But the trick there is, ideally, if you make a whole pan full, because this is something you would want to make in bulk, you need to open the oven every now and then, just sort of, you know, stir and turn all the rice around so that the ones at the bottom can also get to the top and just sort of all crisp up all together. How difficult is this to do, though? Because I don't know if I'm qualified. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we often talk about, you know, from a scale from one to ten. I would say this is difficult level number two. Oh. Because if you have an oven tray, an oven that works, and at least can go up to 150 degrees Celsius, uh, some non-stick spray just to prepare this pan, or you can even put uh, baking paper at the bottom just to make sure they don't stick to the bottom of the pan. A large mixing bowl and a proper spoon. And then, of course, uh, your nifty hand and some biceps, I think you're really good to go because the hardest part of this recipe is really to keep mixing all of the ingredients together till majority, well, basically all the rice are properly covered um, with the mixture as well as uh, the raw cacao because otherwise you might sit with niblets that's overloaded with chocolatiness and then some other ones that's, you know, it makes you think of when you open a packet of chips and these hardly any flavor on them you know <laughs> it's always like not the best packet to have right so yes you don't want to have little like lumps and clumps and sort of clusters of those kind of puffed rice in the pan as well so i really think two out of ten difficulty um i would say effort wise at least eight out of ten effort because the more effort you put in the better the end result is going to be at the end of the day Okay, so we always talk about ingredients. And Izal Hoffman, obviously, you don't use anything without a reason for using it. So can you tell me, talk me through the ingredients that we're using today and the why behind them? Okay, so we're looking at about servings 8 to 10. Um, that is, and I made it purposely 8 to 10 because it also depends on how much you nibble <laughs> before you put them into the oven, right? So if you don't nibble at all people, then uh, yes, there's 10 portions. But if you tend to 
just make sure for quality control purposes and you keep tasting just to make sure it is perfect before you place it in the oven. You might only get to eight servings. But uh, let's start with the ingredients. So I'm going to use a four cups of puffed brown rice. The reason I go for the brown rice is when you bake them in the oven, they're not as crispy as the white ones, but they loaded with fiber. So first of all, we need fiber in our breakfast cereal, right? Fiber is food for the gut, happy gut, happy body, healthy mind. And then uh, we also make use of four cups of puffed white rice so that we can get that crunch into our bowl of cereal. Then we're going to go for some caramel essence and vanilla essence. And you'll see we make use of a tablespoon of each. The reason for that is I find the caramel adds that softness to the chocolate. Um, sort of that, you know, it just really marries all the ingredients so well. But you also need that undertone of vanilla. And for that reason, I've decided to add that to a ratio of 50-50. Now, what do we make all of these ingredients, as well as the cacao we're going to talk about just now in a moment, stick to the rice? So you're going to use a quarter cup of almond butter and two tablespoons of olive oil. Now, first of all, uh, the almond butter is, first of all, an alkalizer, but we need a little bit of uh, an oil base in order for all our dry ingredients, like the cacao, to stick to the rice. But other than that, we also add the, the olive oil because it's an anti-inflammatory alkalizer as well. But oil crisp things up and we are looking for beautiful, crispy, crunchy puffed rice. So for that reason, the, the olive oil just really finish off this recipe so well. Then over to our quarter cup of our raw honey and then three heaped tablespoons of raw cacao powder. Now, people, we have spoken about this before. There's a difference between cocoa, C-O-C, AO and cacao, C A C A O. Now, cacao with the A between the two C's is, in fact, the raw, unrefined, unprocessed form. And that's the one that's loaded with antioxidants, but also loaded with calcium. So, why wouldn't you want good calcium to feed the bones and just make sure your body is overall healthy? Um, why is that not something you would want in your breakfast cereal? And then, last but not least, how do we make all of these ingredients talk to each other by enhancing the flavor? We add our two teaspoons of a good quality salt. And in this case, I'm making use of Oryx Desert Salt. And there basically you have it. You mix all of this together, uh, even it out on your oven tray. And then you place it in the oven and start baking it. Now you'll see uh, we bake it for not that long. You know, you're going to first eight minutes, stir it a bit, and then another seven minutes. But you need to allow it to cool off properly for at least 45 minutes. Now, uh, if you don't do that and you're going to place it in a jar or something like that, it's, it's going to go soft again. And we're looking for that ultimate crunch. Mm. And uh, I did say you can even freeze this. And uh, yeah, if you leave it in a container, you know, I do prefer to almost place it in the fridge because I feel like it keeps that sort of freshness to it as well. And then you can, of course, serve it and consume it and enjoy it the way you prefer um, or you would like. Um, I ideally love making use, especially in winter, sometimes I heat up or warm up my almond milk, my unsweetened almond milk a little bit. Uh, when the milk is warm, it's like the, the puffed rice then release the cacao so much quicker. So then you almost have chocolate milk with normal puffed rice, right? Uh, and other people prefer it where the chocolatiness still is on the rice. So for that reason, you're going to have to then add either room temperature or ice cold unsweetened almond milk or, of course, uh, any milk 
product of your choice because some people do still consume dairy some people prefer oat milk coconut milk i mean soya milk the sky really is the limit but for me always unsweetened almond milk i am so excited i'm listening to you talk and i'm already thinking you know you say put it in a jar or put it in the fr- i don't think it's going to get to the freezer i don't think that there's going to be left <laughs> Oh goodness! Yeah, I I need to be honest with you. This this is quite just uh, a love yourself kind of recipe because it does give you that comfort when you eat it, and it will put a smile on your face. Does not matter what the age. Like I said in the beginning of this conversation, this kind of recipes is really you can't put an age to it. Even though we fall in love with it at a very young age, I still think a, a elderly person in the old age home will have a giggle when they eat this. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I'm already thinking of all of the things that I can do with these. Because now that they're good for you, now we can start playing around with good for you. The the little crispy crunchies that we used to make when we were little, but without all the added sugar and all the added extra nasties, you know, like there are so many different things that you can do with this. And I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this and I'm ready to get healthy and happy for winter because that's the thing, right? We have to start supporting our immune system and our body as we go into the colder months. Oh yes, most definitely. Just actually now thinking about it, I think last year, roughly about this time, we sort of had the same conversation that the only difference was the focus was so strongly on boosting the immune system because I think we were still in lockdown, weren't we? But uh, people, you must always be boosting the immune system, not just because it's lockdown and because it's COVID. It's because your body uh, deserves to be boosted overall. So it can be the healthiest and best version of you at the end of the day. And it's just really, if you look at these ingredients, they're so straightforward, um, so loaded, full of health benefits, but so good for you. So why can't you indulge in this? People remember eating is a celebration. It should not be a punishment. And a lot of people often indulge in things like this. And then afterwards, they put themselves on a guilt trip because, oh, it's so wrong and it's the wrong kind of calories. And now they've like picked out or binged eat. And now they might as well just write off the whole day. Mm-hmm. It does not have to be like that, people. You can have a beautiful bowl of cereal uh, to start your day off on the right foot and um, just carry on, you know, loving yourself, putting, making love and effort and a lot of time. Invest some time and make some effort for yourself yourself and uh, that time and if it can also be uh, by means of making yourself this beautiful recipe and get yourself a fabulous jar i've got the most beautiful glass jar uh, with like a like a old vintage looking like lid and i promise you it's just uh, every time i walk into the kitchen and the jars full of crispies i'm like oh i love myself so much <laughs> and that really is is what these little celebrations in life should be all about you know make effort with yourself too because you deserve it yeah, for sure. Isal Hoffman, you live your life to the fullest every single day. You you live mindfully, you eat mindfully, but you never you never have an off day. And I like is it difficult for you? Obviously you've been doing it for a while, but do you think that it's possible for everyone or are you just a superhuman? No, I definitely don't think I'm a superhuman. I just think I'm a human that made a decision for myself a long time ago to always put my health first. 
And once you start doing that, you don't compromise on anything because it's almost like your body is ultimately clean and it's functioning properly. So why would you want to put anything in there that's going to compromise or jeopardize any of the functions that yeah. it's, it is already doing so well? It's, it's almost like purposely going and putting the wrong fuel in your car because you don't want to get from point A to point B. It doesn't make sense, right? No. If you know you're on your way to Cape Town, why would you purposely in Bloemfontein put the wrong fuel in your car? <laughs> you're not going to get to Cape Town, people. And I mean, for me, it's just that is the way it is. There's no compromise. Um, as much as I love my coffee, and I am a bit of a coffee snob, but if I can't consume my coffee with the right quality or my standard of almond milk, I rather won't have coffee at all because then it's not the best that it can be. And um, there's also quite a lot of like things that I will never compromise on, even from a health perspective. I mean, we were quickly touching on it this morning. So seasons are changing. Um, joints are getting a bit more sore and stiff because that comes with the cold, but it just makes me more adamant to, instead of going training in the evenings, I now make a point to go in the morning so that I can have proper blood circulation for the rest of the day. Because if I'm sore, I get grumpy. And if I'm grumpy, you know, I'm not the best company and people around me don't deserve that. They deserve to see the best version of me. And um, I always would like to put my best foot forward. So yes, I have to then shuffle my schedule around a little bit, but it's all to the benefit of myself as well as everyone that's around around me. Isal, what are you up to this week? What can we look forward to on your social media? Because you're always busy, busy, busy. Oh, Danny, I need to tell you about my weekend first. So on Saturday, it was in fact World Mustang Day. So Fort South Africa really blessed me with this gorgeous black beauty. I actually dubbed it Sally, Mustang Sally. I thought it was quite funny, even though it was because it's a muscle car, actually too buff to be called Sally. But nonetheless, it was proper blacked out, black rims, everything. It was a gorgeous looking car. And uh, on Saturday, we had like a media day at Shelby and Bryanson. And then on Sunday morning, very early, we got up for a breakfast run all the way to Red Star Raceway. And then we had a track day. Now, we, it was about over 60 of these kind of cars from the Shelby Super Snakes all the way through to your beefed up Mustangs. And I must be honest with you, there's something about that car and just that look and the culture, I suppose, that goes with it because it's, it's a car that resonates with a certain kind of person. But, uh, yeah, I, I had a bit of a giggle in traffic because they already delivered the, the car on Thursday. So on Friday, I was a normal working person sitting in traffic, but in a car with a little bit of an extra bit of a spunk in the, in the, in the bum, you know. That wow. pony really likes to gallop, and eventually it, <laughs> it trots a little bit. And then, you know, when you put your foot flat, it did canter too. So, yeah, I really had a smile on my face this weekend. So, yeah, that was really one for the books. Wow. Okay. So Izal Hoffman is living her best life. I think we all need to take a, a leaf out of Izal Hoffman's playbook here because we all need to do these things that give us joy, even if the things that we're doing mean that we're sitting in traffic, but we have a big fat smile on our face. Yes, because I also happen to have a coffee, a good quality coffee in my hand. You see, then all of a sudden, you know, traffic with good music actually becomes like a moment of me time. And uh, yes, I, Danny, I think the the secret ingredient to my recipe is really I linked my passion and my purpose to my paycheck. And if mm. people can do that, they're never going to feel like they work a day 
in their life. And um, you spend so much time um, busy with work that you might as well enjoy what you are doing. And maybe if there's people out there listening today and think, oh, she just got it lucky or, you know, it doesn't work out for everyone. There's always a reason for every season in your life. So if you're sitting at work today or maybe at home or maybe you work the night shift and you're listening to the show tonight and you're listening to this conversation, there's a reason why you are where you are today. So the sooner you're going to start embracing where you are, the sooner you're going to move on to the next phase or the next level. People, we're talking about season changes here. The leaves are starting to fall for every summer or for every before we can get to summer, there has to be a spring when new flowers bloom. But before we can get that, all the leaves has to fall off, and it has to be cold with empty, you know, cold branches before we can bloom into that. And that's all kind, you know, that principle applies in your life too. There's a season to be happy, a season to work on yourself, a season to go through sadness, a season to be angry, a season to be joyous. Because if you don't have the negatives in your life, you can't appreciate the positives. And sort of, you know, I'm such a firm believer that the lowest sometimes your life can get, it means you are getting so ready for one of the biggest highlights in your life. I mean, just think about a monitor in hospital, the one that sort of shows your heartbeat. It goes up and it goes down, people. If that line was straight, it means you are dead. So embrace the lows so you can appreciate the highs. And I think sort of that's my message I would love to get across today. And also, Izal Huffman, you can follow her on Instagram at Izal Huffman, on Twitter at Izal Huffman, and on Facebook at Izal Huffman Lifestyle Chef. And that's where you can catch up with all of these things that she does and the cars that she drives and the food that she cooks and the, the, the people that she meets and the good that she does and the giving back that she does. So please go and follow her because it will, it's one of those things that like when you open your Instagram in the morning, Isol Hoffman definitely lifts you up. Oh, Danny, thank you for the kind words. Now you just, you've just made my day. Thank you so much for that. Oh, my friend, do you want to leave us with any parting wisdom before we say goodbye? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, I'm just sort of going to emphasize again on there's a reason for every season in your life. So embrace the seasons because they do add to the end purpose and link your passion to your purpose and then you link it to your paycheck and you're never going to work a day in your life again. I've already decided that that's my new motto. <laughs> you need you need another book, but this time maybe not a cookbook. This time a motivational cookbook. Yeah, there we go. A motivational cookbook. Yeah, that, that sounds great. I think we should come up with a whole phrase for all motivate, motivating phrases and then link a recipe to that. Yes. Food and wisdom from Izzel Hoffman. Look at that. Oh, and Danny Painter. And Danny Painter. Isal Hoffman, I love you, my friend. Thank you for this. And we'll catch up not next week, Tuesday, because it's a public holiday, but the week after. Fantastic. Everyone have a blessed week. Love yourself and uh, cook with love and intent in the next couple of weeks.